0: To the Morning Word Podcast. This is your host, Brother David, and I hope you prepared your hearts to hear the Word of God from the man of God right now. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to everybody in the podcast land. This is your host, Brother David. Once again, in the house alongside Pastor John Matthews. Uh, what a wonderful day we having. How are we doing this afternoon, sir? I got a word. Amen. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We've been blessed. Uh, we've uh, kind of resumed the norm to a certain degree or level. So, Yeah, that's that's been a... a
1: uh, it was a change going into the COVID and trying to get out of the COVID. Uh, or make the transition out of COVID has been a, a a strain with the change.
0: You know, you you're already preaching a message. You know, transitioning is is a challenge. Oh man, uh, wherever you're at in yeah. life, yeah, you know. But you know, with every transition, you can take one thing out of it is that there's going to be growth. Oh, there's opportunities. Uh, just seeing what they are and then making making the right moves to properly take advantage of them. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Well, we're not going to prolong. We want to just go ahead oh, no. and get this uh get this show on the road amen. here. Amen. And uh, so we're going to look to heaven. We do want to say to everyone thank you who uh, were able to join in the prayer. Oh, wow. That was great. Amen on uh from uh Saturday morning 12 a.m., I believe to. Yeah, from from uh from midnight to noon. Amen. So we we thank God for everybody that was able to join and for those that weren't able but had the mindset, you know, we definitely – Next time. Next time. There's always going to be opportunity. Oh, yeah. Amen. So let's look to heaven. Father, we come to you once again. Lord, we say thank you as always, because we are so grateful and thankful for all that you're doing for us, how you continue to bless us, how you continue to feed us and look after us, how you've shared in your word that you'll never leave us nor forsake us. And we say thank you for that, Lord. And as as we get ready to bring forth this word, that you continue to use us and use our lips to speak your words and give us your thoughts and not our thoughts, Lord, so that we can come forth Boldly, Lord Jesus, and let the enemy know that that you are here, Lord. That you are uh, that you have conquered him. That that there's no stronghold that's going to hold back what you have in store for your people today. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. 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 So I know a lot going on in the news. A lot of things happening. Um. So so that kind of led us a little bit to what we want to share with everyone today. Uh, and what does that look like for us today, Pastor? Well, well I want to talk about
1: uh, and for, if we want to take a title for t- t- today, don't get there, mm-hmm. don't get there, and uh, w- to set it up so that we 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 actually get the wisdom from the Word of God. We're, we're looking at Lot now. Lot was the nephew of Abraham. Amen. And he left with Abraham and Sarah from uh, from Ur, and they, and traveled with them over to to Canaan, mm-hmm. and uh, of course God gave uh, promises to Abraham there, and and um, if you remember the story, David. They were so richly blessed until they had all the, the cattle and you know all this stuff, mm-hmm. and it was just so much until the there was a lot of contention among the servants among mm-hmm. among their their, their workers uh, mm-hmm. about how to coexist together, mm-hmm. and finally Abraham is like, you know what, this is not working. Uh, we shouldn't we shouldn't be you know there's there's enough going on around here. There's enough mm-hmm. land, et cetera that that we we shouldn't have this kind of confusion. So, he was gracious enough seemingly uh he was gracious but it was God moving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look, you pick what what you want. Yeah. And I'll take what's left. Yeah, you choose the direction you're going and I'll go the opposite. Yes. So, uh lot Looked and said, "Wow, that really looks good over
0: there." I got to interject something because it just came to my mind of a message that we did not too long ago about the long game. Yes, <laughs> yes, you,
1: that's exactly what you're. That's exactly what you're watching here. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. You you you're watching. You know the old slow Yeah, we see how the enemy. Sometimes we don't even recognize it because it's so subtle. Well, and, be, and, being around for a few years, I've seen it a few times, and 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 it, it may seem innocent, mm-hmm. but you know you have to watch out for how uh, sometimes some things that may seem so appealing uh, may not be in your best interest. Yeah. Because, because, perfect. There is something uh, that that's working greater to try to hurt you. It's a setup,
1: and right. and you don't always see it real quick, right? Uh, but but here, going back to the title of our mm-hmm. topic, Satan knows where he's trying to get you. Mm-hmm. He knows the position that he's trying to get you in. He's trying to get you somewhere Where he can do the most damage to you So he's not trying to get you closer to God Under better teaching uh, He's not trying to get you to, to pray more He's not trying to get you to sin less You know He's trying to get you to somewhere else He's trying to get you in a vulnerable position Comfortable to the flesh Oh man that's you know That's what pulls That's what gets you there Yeah yeah, he makes that great appeal. Yeah, come over here. You're going to really, really like this. The waters are better. Oh, yeah. Grass is greener. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just like, oh, yeah, you're going to like this. This is, this is going to be right up your alley. And it's not. You know, it, it, we lead ourselves into a path of destruction almost voluntarily. By, 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 by following the breadcrumbs of Satan, mm-hmm. the, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes and the pride of life. And the pride of life. Yeah, so if you go back to Genesis chapter 13
0: 19. 13
1: 13, if you will, but just bear with me, uh, and we'll get to, to the other. Uh, It says, now Abraham was very rich in livestock and silver and gold, right? And Mm -hmm. so he had quite a bit. Uh, But in verse 7, And there was strife between the herdsmen of Abraham's livestock and the herdsmen of Lot's livestock at the time the Canaanites and the Perizzites were dwelling in the land. Then Abraham said to Lot, Let there be no strife between you and me Uh and between your herdsmen and my herdsmen. For we are kinsmen. Is not the whole land before you. Separate yourself from me. And if you take the left hand, then I will take, I'll go to the right. Or if you take the right hand, then I'll go to the left. So Lot lifted up his eyes, uh-huh. notice, his spirit. excuse me, his natural eyes, uh-huh. and saw the Jordan Valley,
0: uh-huh.
1: and uh, was well-watered everywhere, like the Garden of God. It is, uh, uh, I've seen it, north of the Dead Sea. Uh-huh. Oh, man, it's pretty. Like, uh, like the hand of Egypt in the direction of Zoar. This was before the Lord had destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. Hmm. So there's already a hint here. Uh So Lot chose for himself the Jordan Valley and Lot journeyed east. Hmm. Abraham settled in the land of Canaan. While Lot settled among the cities of the valley and moved his tent as far as Sodom. Now the men of Sodom were wicked. Great sinners against the Lord. So he, he considered the the physical, but he didn't realize or or didn't consider, the spiritual. Uh-huh. And the long-term effect, living in a land with that spiritual wretchedness, how it might affect not just him,
0: yeah. but his entire family. Yeah, he looked at what was appealing to his eyes, not realizing what was attached to it.
1: It's, it's either going to be one, two, or three— or one and two, or one and three, or two and three, or all three—the lust of the flesh. The, the Bible says in First John, "For all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life." That's it. You know, you get the combination or one or whatever, but he's using that that small playbook, like. With Eve in the garden, mm-hmm. and it, if it ain't
0: fixed, if it ain't broke, you no, 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 if it ain't fixed, well, <laughs> keep it broke. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. <laughs> yeah, it's working. Yeah. To,
1: to to detriment. It. Yeah, let's keep working. So the Lord said to Abraham, after Lot had separated from him, lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are northward, southward. Eastward and westward for all the land that you see, I will give to you and to your offspring forever. I'll make your offspring as the dust of the earth so that anyone can count the dust of the earth. Your offspring also can be counted. Arise and walk through the length and the breadth of the land, for I will give it to you. Oh, by the way, and they still have it. Amen. I've been there. So Abraham moved his tent and came and settled by the oaks of Mamre, which are at Hebron, and there he built an altar to the Lord. wasn't, wasn't a few uh, years down the road, and some other kings came and and uh, took over the uh, and the kings of Sodom, and they 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 lost this war to Chedorlaomer, king of Elam, and Tidal. King of Goam and Amraphel, King of Shinar, and, and uh, Abraham had to actually go and rescue Lot uh, because they were captives, they were POWs. Uh-huh. And Lot still went back into Sodom and Gomorrah. So as we, as we, as we go over to uh, 18 and 19, God, because of that wickedness, is going to destroy him. Now Abraham knows that lots over there, and he's like, "Well, wait, 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 God, don't, you know, you're going to destroy everybody because there are a few wicked people. I mean, you know, if there are, would you destroy it and destroy a hundred righteous people? Now nah, nah, I wouldn't do that. Well, uh, what about if there were fifty righteous people? Would you destroy it then? No, no, no. Let me just ask you one more time, if there was only two so it, he's he's interceding, he's standing up, he's pleading because he knows that that lot and his family are there mm-hmm. and and before he gets down to this low number that would save the whole city, uh God cuts him off, I think at ten because there aren't ten <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the end, there was only four mm-hmm. and really. Three mm-hmm. But uh, When the angels go down uh, They're challenged The people come to Lot's house They, they see the, the angels They look like men and, and they wanted to have sex with them mm-hmm. The people and, of Sodom and Gomorrah Yes And Lot He's so compromised From being around them He has virgin daughters and he said, listen, you know th- These men are guests, they haven't done anything wrong Look, I'll let you have my virgin daughters And they're like, okay, you gonna tell us What we want and don't want? Oh no, you know uh, yeah, we, we, We're we gonna do harm to you too And the angels actually had to blind the men In order to hinder them from uh, Trying to sodomize uh, th- themselves as well as as Lot and his, his family, mm-hmm. et cetera. To bring them out. Yeah. And they were, they were, they were so in the sin. They were blind and they were still trying to find the door and get in and whatever. That's just how how wicked, wicked and how full of evil the city and these people were. So next morning they're going to destroy it. The angel, they're telling Lot and his wife, you know, Hey, you got to get your family out. Well, his, his daughters, their their sons, I mean even me, their husbands, they didn't want to go. So he said, "Look, get your wife, get your daughters, you get out. So they're leaving and the one instruction they had is, don't look back. And, and, and the sad part is uh, God is telling him, you know here's the best place for you to go. And Lot saying, well, I don't really like that place. You know, th- I really want to go somewhere else. Why don't you let me go over here? And they're saying, uh, he ain't going to get it. You know, look, go to that place, but you, you got to go. But don't look back. You know, don't have something in your heart that makes you turn around and, and, and think about, you know, what you're leaving and,
0: and all of that and what's getting ready to happen and what's getting ready to happen yeah because we, we we tend to you know when we've been around uh, a certain culture for a long time mm-hmm. if you're not rooted and grounded in the word of God you will find yourself adopting and and, and embracing the culture around you and now you find justification. To continue to live the life you live because you're enjoying the culture. You get polluted and it gets into you, right? And and now here it is. You uh, you you know who God is, but yet you're so in, engulfed into this uh, this world system and the world culture that's around you. You've allowed yourself now to be compromised, and now you're willing to you you're, you're making decisions. No longer based on uh, what God wants for you, but what you think is best for yourself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the fact, you know, and that's, you know, that's pretty disturbing. The fact that you're willing to even offer up your children. Yes. uh, To To be violated by men that don't even want women. Right. That's compromise. And, 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 you know, it's sad to say that, you know, unfortunately, a lot hasn't changed. <laughs> yes. This is the same age we're living in today. You know, it, in fact, uh, I think uh, if it was, if I'm not mistaken, Jesus talked about it in the last days, you know, talking about how it'd be just like Sodom and Gomorrah. Yes. Where people giving into marriage and yeah. marrying. I think Peter, Peter also talked about it as well. Um, and that's where we're at. That's where we're living at today. And that's how you know. <laughs> that's one of the things that we know that we're living in the last oh, days. Well,
1: listen, too many Christians, they're happy that their son or their daughter is uh, marrying someone that has a good career and, you know, uh, makes good money and already has a house or has plans about you. Right. Mm hmm. Ain't talked about the spiritual at all. Yeah. Well. You know, but but he, you know, he fits the the, the cultural superlatives. You know, for a husband, she's she fits the cultural superlatives for a wife. Can't cook, right? But you know, uh, she looks good. Y'all have nice looking children, and uh-huh. and and she has a bachelor's in this and works here and does that and. And that's what they tell you. Oh, yeah, they're going to be great together. You know, he does. Okay, but what's their spiritual gifts?
0: You know, where have they been serving in their local church? Uh Mm. And that's if if the person that they're marrying. Is
1: even saved.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Just because they may have some so-called good qualities about them. Yes. You know, they can be, you know, they have another whole lifestyle on the other side and then uh, now you're involved with someone who's basically married into the world. I I told my two kids,
1: this is the only way I could put it to, to really get them to see the, the criteria. Look, if they don't love God more than they love you, don't do it. If they don't have him as a priority and first in their lives, you don't want him in your life.
0: Yeah, that's, that's so critical. And I could tell you, just even for myself growing up, you know, that, that's not a lesson that I learned. That's not, you know, I had to learn things the hard way. And therefore, um, you know, Pastor, you know, talked about a message this morning about um, how God has forgiven our sins. But yet we still have to own up to our consequences. Yes. So I had a lot of consequences <laughs> that I had to. Wait a minute, you know, I thought this on the blood the sin <laughs> is. Exactly. <laughs> I had a lot of consequences that I had to deal with and still dealing with. You know it, it doesn't go away Just because I got saved You nope. know Nope I wish that was the case I think a lot more people Would get saved If that's the case But it's not Yep But you know Some people play saved Because they think That's gonna move The consequences You know The the one thing That I will say The, the big difference mm-hmm. Is the fact that I have God to lean on Amen through that situation, yes. Does it hurt? Yes. Does it suck? Yes. Yeah, I'm just being honest, being yeah. transparent. I don't like it. No, but guess what? You know, God is not mocked. That what a man so That shall he also, also read. So we, we we do pay for what we do wrong, and sometimes it'll take years. That's why, like when we a perfect example, something that most people can understand. When you file bankruptcy, mm-hmm. it could take anywhere from seven to ten years before that comes off your credit. Yes. So that's seven to ten years of your life that you gotta live under a certain rule, uh financial set of rules that uh that are not in your favor. Right. But you may have been forgiven, you may have that stuff may have gone hey, away. You file. Yeah. yeah. But now you gotta deal with this.
1: Yeah, you don't owe your creditors. Right. But you still pay for having to file bankruptcy. Exactly. So uh, you know, so that, you're free
0: in one way but but you're you're limited and in, in handcuffed in another. Yeah. And and that's and honestly, um, you know, the enemy will like to keep you thinking that too. That's another thing. You know, he likes. He would love for you to say to yourself that, "Hey, you know, yeah, God may have forgiven you, but you still got to pay these consequences. So, what's the point? You know, if you're always going to be paying for consequences, just go ahead and do what you want to do. This, that, and well, the other. Well,
1: consequences
0: should teach you exactly. Don't do what you did, so that you get better. Yeah, you know, it, it, as simple as this may sound, and it may be even a little comical. But uh, we, you know, we have a dog uh, who's just, you know, crazy for food. Any kind of food you can give her. Uh, so one day I, I watched her. She, um, my wife was cooking, and she put something in the oven, and uh, she was trying to smell it. And then after she closed the door to the oven, uh, she went up to the oven and put her paws on there, and it was hot. And so she backed off. You know, she did her little bark and cry and everything. But uh, ever since that point, I've never seen her do it again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you learn. Exactly. Yeah. Now, if she kept on doing that, then that would have been an issue. You know, something would have been wrong. Yeah, and something would have happened to her little balls. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And, and, and that's the same thing that goes with us, except for us, I. you know, some of us, I, uh, like the Bible says, our consciences are seared with hot irons. We don't even feel anything anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's and sad. That's a... That's a Terrible state to be in. That's
1: where Satan is trying to get you, so you get numb. Yes, and you continue to to, to sin, and, and 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 so you see Lot. Mm-hmm. He he got numb. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he's committing a sin by offering his daughter to be violated, but he's been in the in that culture and so poisoned with it until he's. He's sensitive to the, to the culture uh-huh. and numb to God. Amen. Amen. But but God knows it, it, his hearts, it's got wickedness in it, but he's not a, a totally wicked guy. Amen. You know, God sees what he can do with him uh-huh. and and he receives grace and mercy to be offered the opportunity because of Abraham's prayers. Yeah. To be led out of the city to destroy it. Amen. Amen. But, but you and your daughter And well, you and your wife and your two daughters don't look back, right? Uh So they're allowed to go to this alternate city that they chose and they're headed there. And the wife looks back. Uh And God punishes her by by turning her into a pillar of salt.
0: So, wife gone. Yeah. Most people look at that and say, well, how, you know, if this God is so loving and so. Uh, merciful, why did He allow that to happen? He told yeah. "Don't do it." Yeah, I, I'm, I'm giving you grace and mercy by getting you out of the city. And that's what people tend to forget. You know, we bring the things upon ourselves Choice. without even, you know, seeing it because you know we we get so caught up into that. And, and you know, we can talk about that probably in another podcast about you know getting so caught up in 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 the situations that we're in that that it allows us to turn from what God has called us. But when we look a little bit further and we see and get what's getting ready to happen here, uh, I think this is going to hopefully open up our eyes even more uh, to where, where, where God wants us to understand. Yes. Hmm. They finally leave the city. The
1: wife looks back, turns into a pillar of salt. But then the the the, the firestone you know the 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 fire, fire and brimstone mm-hmm. is rained down upon the city it says in verse seven and Abraham went early in the morning to the place where he had stood before the Lord, and he looked down towards Sodom and Gomorrah and toward all the land of the valley, and he looked and behold. The smoke of the land went up like the smoke of a furnace. So it was that when God destroyed the cities of the valley, God remembered Abraham and he sent Lot out of the midst of the overthrow when he overthrew the cities in which Lot had lived. Now Lot went up out of Zoar and lived in the hills with his two daughters. Now see, he for he was afraid to live in Zor. Now, you know, where he said he wanted to go, when he saw that fire and brimstone, he changed his mind. And he, he, he went to the Zohar. So they lived there, lived in a cave with his daughters. So he, he put his family in this compromised city and, and it, it affected him. And we see that it affected his wife because her, her, her heart was turned toward and she was disobedient. Uh-huh. Now we're going to see the long term plan of the enemy. It, it even affected his daughters. The firstborn said to the younger, Our father is old. And there's not a man on earth to come in to us after the manner of all the earth. So they, they feel hopeless. They they feel trapped. Of course, he hasn't taught them anything about trusting in God. Even though the angels helped them save their help save their lives, they're still not trusting God. And so she says, Come let us make our Father drink wine, and we will lie with him that we may preserve offspring from our father. What a wicked plan. Hey, let's have some children by incest. Not a good idea, but they, they knew he had some weaknesses and they knew that they could take advantage of those weaknesses and they were wicked enough to, to, to do this. So they made their father drink wine that night, and the firstborn went in and lay with her father. He did not even know she lay down, or when she lay down, or when she arose. He, he you know, he's so drunk, and so in such a sinful state, he doesn't even realize that he's sinning. Now, David, let me just say this: uh-huh. Satan will get you there. Amen. He'll he'll get you so so drunk with with the world until it you, you're you're numb to the fact that you're even doing what
0: displeases God. You don't even recognize sin anymore.
1: Don't even recognize sin anymore. You know, and and you're so far in until you don't even realize that you have sin. That's a terrible state to be in, but but it it started with just looking at the valley when he had a choice and, and the decision was made on natural rather than spiritual. That was a starting of the slide Uh and it's gotten him so low that he's drunk and sleeping with his own daughter and don't have a clue. How do you get to that? But let me just say this in some shape, some way, in some form, Satan is trying to get us all there Uh to that vulnerable position so that we end up in sin. So that was night one. The next day the firstborn said to the younger behold, I lay last night with my father. Let us make him drink wine tonight also. The next day now then you go in with him, that we may preserve offspring from our father, well, good excuse uh seemingly, but this this ain't right, but they got him drunk again, and the younger rose and lay with her dad, and he did not know when she lay down or and when she arose. thus both the daughters of Lot became pregnant by their father. Un- Darn believable. And and the and the two children that they had end up being enemies to Abraham.
0: The the Moabites uh. and, and Ammonites. And you know what's one what's funny? All this started because of what? Their servants were not getting along. And and now, so think about this, he had all he had servants in the beginning. Nah, he ain't got squat. Everything just vanished. Yeah. Now it didn't happen in one day. Yes. It was slow. But the choices
1: that he made led him to the situation. Put him in worse and worse situations. And finally he was there. He was in a position that Satan could take and destroy everything he that he had. That, that can have him wallowing in sin and not even know it, uh-huh. that can cause him to lose his business, cause him to lose all of his, his living, cause him to lose his wife, and cause him to be in an incestual relationship with his own daughters. You can't even imagine the evil plan that Satan has for you. It is so far down the road that you don't see it. But, but Satan is looking for the long game. He's looking down the road, and day by day, if you're not following God, uh-huh. he's Satan is taking you off track to get you there, to that vulnerable point, but where, where he, he can bring you into such consum- compromise and such disobedience that he can bring great consequence own and in your life,
0: you know. And, and as I think about this, I think about the message you did at ten thirty about the different um, servants and yes. you know, it, it's like he started with the ten. Oh, all in, and then ends up as the one. Oh yeah, end up as a citizen.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Uh, I was prompted by the death of this 13-year-old in Chicago. Amen. This is when God began to to lead me down this path to this message, to this teaching. Here's a young boy, middle of the night, with this dangerous automatic weapon, and and the police are chasing him. And he stops and flips the gun out of his hand Uh, You know, so that it went behind a wall and then puts his his hands up. But it all happened so fast. He literally flipped the gun out of his hand as he was turning around. It all happened so fast. Until the, the officer, trying to protect himself, you know, should have thought more about how quickly he was making decisions. Shot the kid. Now, the 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 young man that was not the place for a thirteen year old to be. At that time, with a gu- with a gun in a in a in a compromised place, you know, with doing God knows what kind of activity, middle of the night. But you know what? Satan got him there. And then the officer, uh, uh, listening to some other experts talk, they said that this officer does, or did rather, what what a lot of uh, officers have done. They rush into situations so fast, and they put themselves in their in their rush in vulnerable positions. And now since they're they rushed into this vulnerable state, now they have to react, not, not fully being able to evaluate whether or not their actions are in the best interest of everyone. Uh-huh. It's just about self-preservation uh-huh. at this point. But slower movement, wiser movement, having, you know, having others involved, putting myself in a position, so as I'm following this kid, that he can't just turn around and spray me. So as he's turned around, the officer knows he had a gun, but but when he was turning around, he didn't know. I mean, it all happened so fast. Oh, they saw him with his with his hands up. Yeah, he saw him with his hands up after he turned around. He didn't know he was turning around with with nothing in his hand. Yeah, it, it was just. An, un, uh, an unfortunate set of circumstances In every angle In every angle That a lot of people The officer, his training The young man, maybe his lack of training it, But but it put this whole gasoline situation Together so that Satan could You know, have somebody to throw a match To pull a trigger I, I, I'm asking, David and I, we're asking that you will look at where you are, that you will examine your life, and, and you will consider, where have, where have you slipped to? What, what position, what, what compromised position are you in? The, 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 law, the law officer was doing his job. But, but, but there was some wisdom that could have been used so he didn't have to make such a deadly decision so blindly and so quickly in that dark alley. And, and then this young man, no one wants to see a 13-year-old child instantly lose his life. But how do you get there? How, how do you get to that alley? How do you get there with that gun? How do you how do you get there late at night? Why aren't you somewhere going to bed? Why aren't you at home, you know, after dark, you know, looking at TV before you get ready for school tomorrow? It was a Sunday night. But Satan is trying to get every single one of us someplace that's compromising. And he's willing to wait. He'll take the time to, uh, until you get there for that to happen to you. Don't let him get you there. Start asking, open your eyes, where is the there that, that your, your decisions are, are heading you to? Uh, I made a point in one of my messages today that uh, life situations it's an equation. Life situations minus God equals wrong answers. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, and you'll make bad decisions on wrong answers. Moving through life without God, in all thy ways acknowledge Him. Yes, he'll keep he'll keep you from getting. There Yes Don't walk into the trap Follow God To stay in safety Don't let
0: Satan Get you there Amen Amen We thank God for that word today We pray that you Felt something Pulling in your heart An opportunity to Kind of just Go back in your mind and say, Lord, have I allowed myself to get there? Or am I allowing myself to continue on that path? Where is it that I'm standing at? What do I need to do to change? Open up my eyes, Lord, that I may see. Remove these scales from me. These are the kind of things we want to ask ourselves. We want to make sure that we're prepared uh, to, to, to do the will of God and not allow ourselves to Allow our flesh to make the decisions for us. The Bible lets us know whoever you yield your members to, that's who you'll be subject to. Mm -hmm. We want to make sure that we surrender our flesh to God and let him have full control of our lives. Amen. Amen. Pastor, if you can close us out in prayer.
1: Heavenly Father,
0: David said you'll
1: you'll lead us down a, a path of righteousness for your namesake. In other words, Lord, you'll, 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 there for us will be a safe place if we'll heed your word and follow you by your spirit. I'm praying for every listener today. Each and every one of us, Satan, has a plan of destruction mapped out for our lives. Help us, God to see the trap and and not move forward and, and fall in. But help us God, to turn to follow you in that safe place, in that safe way, so that we don't get there. We surrender our care and safety into your hands. See us as children and help us to continue to see you as a good and loving father bless us that where you want us to go and what you want us to do we head in that direction and please bless us that for the destruction Satan has for us bless us that we don't go there
0: in Jesus name we pray Amen. Amen. May God keep you. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Morning Word Podcast. We pray that you were blessed with what you heard today. You were able to get some insight on how to live a better life closer to God. If you wish to continue to listen to this word, please subscribe to our podcast on the following platforms. Apple's Podcast. Google Cast, Pocket Cast, and Spotify. If you wish to view us live during our services, just simply go to newpministries.org. That is newpministries.org, where you'll be able to stream live services on a weekly basis. And with that being said, we pray that you continue to reach, teach, and love somebody new. Have a blessed week.